Good evening, everybody. Yomiyahu Perik Lamate, chapter 35 of the book of Jeremiah. And we have jumped back a little bit from the reign of Tzidkiyahu in the previous chapters to Yehoiakim, the son of Yoshiyahu. Yehoiakim has already seen the rise of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar and his armies have arisen from Babel, have come very much into the region. They have fought against many cities in the land of Israel. And at this point, people are moving around internally inside the land, away from the coastal area, coming towards the centre of the country, towards Yerushalayim. And it's in this context that we meet a group called the Rechavim, Rechavites. Who are the Rechavites? Well, as we are going to learn, they are descendants of Rechav and his son Yehonadav. According to Rashi, these are part of the family of Yitro, which would place them into this very interesting group of people who are both a part of the Jewish people, but also slightly apart from the Jewish people. And it's frequently these sorts of groups who are going to be able to teach Am Yisrael very particular lessons. And that's exactly what happens in this case. Yomiyahu invites the Rachavim into the Mikdash into the temple where he has a space there. It seems that, although this is unspoken for most of the chapter, that there is an audience there of Yerushalmim, of Jerusalemites. And Yirmiyahu says to this group of, of Rahavim, let me give you some wine, let me pour you a glass of wine, we'll drink, we'll drink a glass of wine together. But they respond as follows, they say, we do not drink wine because our ancestor Johanna Dav commanded us, saying that we should never drink wine forever. This is part of our family, tribal tradition. We are teetotalers. That's what we are. Not only this, we live in tents. We move around, possibly for this reason. Rashi understands them to be descendants of Yitro. But having heard this refusal to drink the wine, Yomiyahu then turns to the people around him, given this message by God, and says, look at them. Here is this group who listened to their ancestors, who over many generations have preserved these customs, customs which presumably the penalty for violating them would not be so terrible, and yet they have great loyalty and fidelity to the ways of their ancestors. And then says Hashem, yet me, I speak to you every morning and you do not listen. I send my servants to you, my prophets to you saying repent, but you do not pay any attention. Why is it that this group, these children of Yehonadav, the son of Rechav, fulfill the word of their ancestor far greater than you fulfill my word, the God of your ancestors. This is the message 
that our chapter has. It's a funny chapter. It's different from the rest of them. It's this learning moment that Yirmiyahu takes from this group of Rechavim. I was trying to think earlier today what possible connection this could have to our current moment of the whole world affected by the coronavirus. I read a blog post just now about discouraging playdates between families, not bringing children together in order to stop the spread, written by a paediatrician. At the end of this article, where he makes what seems to be a pretty hard demand upon people who are staying at home with their kids, he reminded us that the generation that went through World War II are called the greatest generation. And that refers not just to those who fought in the Allied armies against Nazism, but to the whole populations, those who were to put up with the privations that were necessary for victory against Nazism. That made them the greatest generation. And please God, it should only be for us that the privation should be less playdates and less of a disruption to our life. But this might be our greatest generation moment that we're in. Can we be like the Rechavites and take inspiration from previous generations for our own? Wishing everybody a wonderful day.